Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jenikin. How hot is it in here right it's now? It's really fucking muggy this week. I hate it, Let's Rachel. Let's check the temperature right now because I bet it's going to be like, it's 73 degrees, but it's not. Oh my God, it literally says Los Angeles, 73 degrees. But I feel like the apartment is like, it's holding all the heat from the day, right? I need it feels it, like sweaty, like I'm sweating. It feels like... 89 degrees in here. I would say. I agree. Don't you think that's an accurate <laughs> statement? I mean, I was going to say 90. Okay. So 89 is close. But, but I, like, I need a, I don't care what it, what it is outside of my apartment. It's a wet heat too. <laughs> <laughs> it is a wet heat. It's been muggy in Los Angeles. This heat has WAP. You Dude. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, gross. Okay. So this week I saw a funny, um, tweet that shared um, an old article. And I thought that would be a funny topic for tonight's um, podcast. And that is old and sort of sexist dating tips throughout the ages. Oh, I saw this. So this was like um, from the 50s, I think. But I'm going to go back because I found one from 1938 as well. Oh, good. So we're just going to go through these. And I'm going to see what Rachel thinks about these dating tips. (laughs) You guys uh, get your pads and papers, ladies, if you want to find a husband. You never know. (laughs) Now, are these from any specific magazine? Well, the first one is from Parade Magazine, which, does that still exist today? I don't think so. I don't know, but it it, it existed for like modern times. Like it was like in the newspaper when I was growing up at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, these are from Parade Magazine. This is from 1938. And this is an article about basically how to land a husband and like what you should and shouldn't do. The first tip they had is don't be sentimental, Rachel. Men don't like tears, especially in public places. (laughs) I like that because it's like, uh, that would not be possible in these modern times. Everyone's crying in public. Absolutely. Uh, The next one is don't use the car mirror to fix your makeup. The man is driving and it annoys him very much to have to turn around to see what's behind him. I like that the woman would use the mirror while he's driving is just insane to me. Or like she didn't have her own little compact. Right. Don't sit in awkward positions and never look bored, even if you are. Be alert. And if you must chew gum, not advised. Do it silently. Mouth closed. <laughs> the the picture of this woman uh, sitting awkwardly, Rachel. <laughs> They're like, this woman's sitting like a, like a butch lady. Yeah. It's so, Yeah. Um, do your dressing in your boudoir to keep your allure. Be ready to go when date arrives. Don't keep him waiting. Greet him with a smile. Men don't like girls who borrow their handkerchief and then smudge them with li- lipstick. Makeup in privacy, not where he sees you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cla- careless women never appeal to gentlemen. Don't talk while dancing, for when a man dances, he wants to dance. If you need a brassiere, 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 wear one. Don't tug at your girdle and be careful your stockings are not wrinkled. And don't be familiar with your escort by caressing him in public. Any open show of affection is in bad taste, usually embarrasses or humiliates him. 
Don't be familiar with the waiter. Talking about the fun you had with someone else another time. Men deserve deserve desire your entire attention. Are they saying to be a bitch to the waiter? Yeah, or just be cold. Don't talk about clothes or try to describe your new gown to a man. (laughs) Please and flatter your date by talking about things he wants to talk about. Don't drink too much. As a man expects you to keep your dignity all evening, drinking may make some girls seem clever, but most get silly. And don't be conspicuous talking to other men. The last straw is for you to pass out from too much liquor. (laughs) Chances are your date will never call you again. I like that that's advice. Like, don't pass out on your date from drinking too much. Like, I honestly love every woman who was like, oh, I guess I better stop that. <laughs> like, it's so insane to me that that was advice. Now, the one that was going on on Twitter, I don't know what magazine it was from, but it was called 129 Ways to Get a Man. And this is from the 50s. This is from 1958. Now, this list is very extensive, obviously, so I'm just going to rattle them off. If you hear anything that you want to talk about, we'll talk about it. The first section was called Where to Find Him, and these are their suggestions where to go to find a man. Get a dog and walk it. Have your car break down at strategic places. (laughs) Attend night school. Take courses. Stop. (laughs) You need to read these slower because I need to talk about have your car break down at strategic places. That seems like a recipe for a serial killer. Like any of these things, if any of these things were being done by a man, (laughs) we would be like, what is wrong with you? You psychopath, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it's an insane. Also, what, what places like the bowling alley like where are you like breaking down where men are like like you're breaking down your car on purpose outside the men's warehouse also it's like it's such it's so deceitful like that whole like way of doing things i think that's what's so funny about these kinds of really dated dating tips in general is that so many of them hinge on just lying to the person you're courting yeah yeah now, this one was funny to me. Look in the census reports for places with the most single men. That's funny. <laughs> Read the obituaries to find eligible widowers. Oh. <laughs> now, that is like the makings of a very dark movie, I think. like Absolutely. Join a hiking club. Take up golfing. No, these are normal. Yeah, these are all normal. Sit on a park pit bench and feed the pigeons. <laughs> Get a job in medical, dental, or law school. Become an airline ner- stewardess or a nurse. Ask your friends' husbands who the most eligible men in their offices are. Be nice to everybody. They might have a son or brother. I like that that's literally your only goal in life, to be nice to people. Um, Now, some of the other ones from this section are uh, get a job demonstrating fish tackle in a sports store. That's so specific. So specific. Change apartments from time to time. So maybe no, you've hit everyone up at your apartment. That's a pain in the ass. It seems like a lot of work. And don't be afraid to associate with more attractive girls. They may have some leftovers. <laughs> I remember reading that one when this tweet was posted on Twitter. And thinking that that was like so sad. They also have go to school, go to all school reunions. There may be widowers there. (laughs) I like the idea that you're waiting for people to die. Why do they have to be a widower? Why can't they just be single? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Don't room with a girl who is a sad sack and let her pull you down to her level. Wow. (laughs) This is like not very supportive of women supporting other women at all. Now, these are definitely uh, stupid. How to let him know you're there. Stumble when you walk into a room. (laughs) Yeah, because it might work, but then some 
some he might what if he laughs at you and he's like you fucking why would you want that to be your thing like she always stumbles (laughs) she's such a klutz like carry a hat box why wear a band-aid why wait no (laughs) why carry a hat i guess because they're really big and he'll notice you I have no idea. He'll be like, what's in the box? It's so 50s. Wear a Band-Aid. People will always ask what happened. (laughs) (laughs) That one is amazing. I like that these are just like conversation starters. Like, uh, walk up to him and tell him you need some advice. Dropping the handkerchief still works. Stand in a corner and cry softly. Okay, that's my favorite. (laughs) Chances are he'll come over to ask what's wrong. I mean, that's still being utilized today on Twitter, right? (laughs) I just feel like there's there's also the chance. That's like a 50-50 chance. He's either going to ask what's wrong or he's going to be like, what's wrong with that chick crying in the corner? Yeah. like Also, it's really going to depend how well you sell it. And it's going to depend where you are because like, where are you? Are you in the office crying softly in a corner? Yeah, because that's are inappropriate you, Are you at a dep- department store crying softly at a corner? Are you like... At someone's wedding, crying softly in a corner. I like that you can't be noticed unless you do something. Like, just your personality wouldn't be enough. Like, for instance, this one says, accidentally, in quotes, have your purse fly open, scattering its contents across the street. (laughs) Is this where people got romantic comedy ideas from? It seems like it. Like, also, that's just like, what are you trying to hook up with a stranger on the street? Like, to meet a man? Like, you just fucking throwing the, the, your purse across the street all the time? That seems like not worth the and, effort. And if it didn't work out, if no man came by to help you scoop up, like, your mascara and your lipstick or whatever, that would be humiliating. Are you waiting for a cute one to come along? Yeah, what if it was an ugly one who helped you pick up all your <laughs> shit? How to get him, how to look good to him. If you dye your hair, pick a shade and stick to it. Why? Wear high heels most of the time. They're sexy. Can you imagine wearing high heels all the time? No. I can't. And you know what a lot of people do? Just not for me. Practice your drinking with women friends first. (laughs) That's just so funny to me. Then you can become a lesbian. If you look good in sweaters, wear one on every third date. I love like those kind of specific things. Dress differently than the other girls in the office. office. Go on a diet if you need to. Can I just... (laughs) I'm... Can I just break here? Yes. Just to say that, do you remember that book, The Rules? I'm going to get to that in a few. Okay. (laughs) We'll get back to it then. Because I have a story about that book. Oh, good. Now, this one I thought was really funny. Uh, When you were with him, order your steak rare. (laughs) I don't know what that makes you, how that makes you look good. Because then he's like, oh, you're a cool girl. Is that what that is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She doesn't eat her steak. You're a cool girl. Yeah, I guess so. Um... If he has bought you any accessory or trinket, wear it. Use the ashtray. Don't crush out cigarettes in a coffee cup. (laughs) Well, what if there's no ashtray? Don't be too fussy. Stick to your moral standards. Don't whine. Girls who who whine, stay on the vine. (laughs) That seems like it would be on like a 50s like coffee cup or or like one of those like things you hang on the wall or like a dish towel. Uh, How to land him. Show him you can have fun on a cheap date, but don't overdo it. Ask your parents to disappear when you're entertaining. Tell his friends nice things about him. Send his mother a birthday card. Ask his mother for recipes. <laughs> um, if he's a fisherman, learn how to scale and clean fish. Can you imagine? That, some of these are like, some of these are very specific. They're so specific. Don't be a pushover when he's trying to make a date. Don't discuss your former boyfriends. If you are widowed or divorced, don't discuss your former husband. <laughs> 
<laughs> so mean. That's so yeah. You're, I'm sorry. You're grieving your dead husband. Don't ever fucking bring him up. Remain innocent, but not ignorant. Learn to draw the line, but do it gracefully. Learn to play, play poker. If he's rich, tell him you like his money. The what honesty will intrigue him? <laughs> tell, yeah, I'm sure that'll go over well. You're da- dating someone. You're on a date with someone, and you're like, I love that you're rich. Uh. Uh, here's one. Don't tell dirty stories. So we're out, Rachel. We're never going to find a husband. Desi. Now, this was my favorite one of all because I hate it so much. What? Like it literally, I was just discussing this with you, how much I hate this concept. Be friendly to ugly men. Handsome is as handsome does. So we're supposed to be hot, <laughs> but we're supposed to be accepting. <laughs> be friendly to ugly men. Rachel, it's no time for you to have standards. <laughs> I also think that's just mean, like, oh, so what, we've just been mean to ugly men this whole time? First, yeah, if just, anything, women are f- usually fine, like, dating all types. The we ones I know. About yeah, that. I know. I know. It's just so insane to me. I know me. really hot chicks with really, like, not... Just average, aver- Quote-unquote average-looking guys. Who, who is just going around being mean to ugly people? Nobody. Like, unless you're a bad person. Yeah, right? and then you don't deserve to have a husband. Come on. Now, they do have a section called Wild Ideas Anything Goes. I guess if all of those good tips don't work, uh, one of them is go to Yale, as if that's, like, something you can just do. Right. Like, it's <laughs> signing up for a community college class. If your mother is fat, tell him you take after your father. <laughs> if he's fat, too, tell him you're adopted. Dude, that is... <laughs> That was like insane. That might might be the most demented tip so far. It is it is by far the most de- demented tip. I mean, now they're going to go into things like stand on a busy street corner with a lasso. Like this is their wild ones, but the that one is insane. Like absolutely insane. Uh, yeah. So now I'm going to move on to the '80s. So I found this old um, book that was called How to Be Popular with Boys. It was published in 1984, and it is a basically a book about how to be popular boys, how to get boyfriends and start dating. Is this for teenagers? Yes, this is for teenagers. Um, They also think that boys can't resist innocence. That's one thing boys can't resist, so be innocent. Well, that was why Love's Baby Soft was was so popular. And like the, the cover girl on this book is very like Love's Baby Soft, kind of like the teen version. Like she's wearing a huge pink, uh, she's wearing a huge pink sweatshirt with a white turtleneck. She has a side braid and she has a white phone. Yeah. The font is very 80s. Let me see it again. Um, it says how to be popular with boys. And the boys is like underlined. Yeah. And it has like the, remember the letters all had the little um, bubble at the end? Like, did you ever write the letters and you put the little um, dots at the end or hearts? Yeah. Yeah. It has that kind of style. When you're shy and natural, boys instinctively feel, here's a girl I can believe. She doesn't have anything up her sleeve. She won't hurt me or humiliate me. Boys get an ego boost from your awkwardness. It makes them feel more in control and more manly. At the same time, they get more protective towards shy, trembling you. (laughs) This is hard to believe that this is like 80s. Like it's still doing that, like be like a meek little pussy and a guy will protect you or something like also don't bruise his ego i don't know i'm pretty sure it was the exact opposite in high school and i dated all kinds of people yeah i mean i definitely feel like this is for a certain type of guy who is probably not interested in me yeah (laughs) like i've always been a loud mouth like i'll stumble into the room but legitimately (laughs) right i'll stagger into the room and spill my purse but it's real (laughs) yeah i'm not put it's not a show 
Also, don't appear to be boy crazy. Guys won't be crazy about you if you appear to be boy crazy. Again, I was very, <laughs> I was very boy crazy in high school. I think so. Like that's typical junior high, high school. You're kind of crushing. I had I, a I crush know. on everybody. Yeah. Were you one of the girls who had a crush on everybody and then your friends couldn't have a crush on anyone? No. You're like, I have a crush on them. No, 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 okay. no. I was not that I girl. hated that. I hated that girl too. They just literally crushed on everyone. Why does everyone have that friend growing up? What is that? What and is then, that quality? What? <laughs> That's so annoying. And they never end up dating them. No, they just like put their like dibs on everyone. <laughs> like It's so weird. I was not that girl. Okay, good. I, yeah, I wasn't that competitive. I didn't really care. There would be like maybe one person I was like, please, like he's my crush. Like oh, I would yeah. have like one person I would probably be hurt by. Uh, yeah. And right. I was definitely a lot more like ridiculous, like having like the one person I had a crush on for all of middle school. That was like if, if I don't know, if any of my friends like had a crush on him, it would have been like, oh, that's the person Rachel has a crush on. Yeah. I didn't have any true issues, but I did have that one friend who like had a crush on everyone. And you wouldn't even find out sometimes until you mentioned you had a crush on them. And they'd get mad. Yes. So it was like, whatever. What's the point? I didn't even start dating till high school. I don't either, but I had crushes. <laughs> I, 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 way, I, I, I had, had many crushes yeah. before I started dating. Men, uh, many boys think it's sissy-like to show affection. They think it's uncool and feminine. Uncool. What? That's weird because that's like affection is like usually like that guy's getting it. You know what's really fucked is to know that like some person in their 40s or 50s wrote this. Yes. Geared and they're towards, this stupid. Geared toward, well, yeah, but also <laughs> not only that they're this out of touch with reality, but that it's like just low key weird that they're like writing this like I know what teenagers are thinking. I know what teenage boys yeah. want. I mean, most of these things are about like not putting them in a position where they look weak. Like this one also is like seems so insane. Boys may be rough and tough. They may chug beer and make a contest out of who can belch the loudest, but they aren't attracted to girls who act that way. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Not, I've never had a problem. I'm I'm not a girl who's like belching you know, I'm not that belchy girl, but I'm just saying you'd be surprised. I'm not a belchy girl, but I'm definitely uh, crude in other ways. I'm crude. Like I don't do any bodily fluid or sounds or like gases or anything like that. Yeah. But I'll say things for sure. Same. Or I won't treat them with kid gloves. Yeah. It's Usually. More, it's more just the things that come out of my mouth. Yeah. The quickest way to a boy's heart is through his ego. Like, imagine saying that to a young girl, because honestly, who fucking cares? Even if your stomach is doing flip-flops, even if your hands are shaking, go out anyway. Simply by doing the thing you're most afraid of, you'll get over your fear. I mean, this is all just such, like, bullshit self-help 101 kind of stuff. Like, Yeah, but it's also really fucked. Like, even, like, what if <laughs> you're, like, genuinely afraid of some guy, yeah. and it's like, just go out with him, he wants to date you. I mean, all of it's, like... If he's at all good looking, send his picture to a modeling agency. No. It could lead to a promising career. And you'd then be, he'll thank you? That's, you'd be surprised how many male models actually got their start when a kid sister or girlfriend sent snapshots to a professional agency. Here's how that this, is insane. Stop. <laughs> stop. Here's how this is going to go down. Some insane girl in your science class is going to clip a photo out of Tommy, out of the yearbook, and send it into Barbizon or whatever the fuck modeling agency. Totally. And Tommy's going to find out. And this is how it's going to go down. He's going to be horrified and all of his friends are going to make fun of you for the rest 
of the time you're at school. But also, what male modeling agency are you sending it into, like, some small town? Like, it's not like most people reading this are in New York, probably. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's I like don't some... care where you're sending it. <laughs> the whole concept is fucked up. It's, it's so, so weird. dumb. Rachel, when you're rude to a guy, you also run the risk of getting a bad reputation, being called a bitch or a snob. Does it say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That that sounds great to me. I fucking love it. Now, this one to me is the most egregious, so I'm going to end on it. When you're root, wait, I'm sorry. Though you may think contraception is a mutual responsibility, yours and his, ultimately, it's the female body that needs protection. Now, I do think you should be responsible <laughs> for your own re- contraception, but it's insane to me that the boy should not have to like worry about it at all or like be respectful in that way. Like, I hate it. Like both people. This is honestly stupid too, just on another level, because teenage boys are so excited about having condoms. Yes. Or like using them. Yeah. And not having it in their wallet, like unused. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel like both people should be concerned and obviously you should be concerned for yourself and take care of yourself, but don't fuck a guy who won't respect your wishes or like take care of you. Like in my opinion, right. It's gross. 
You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. So now we're on to the 90s, and we're going to discuss the book called The Rules. Did you ever read this book? I did. And okay. I'll tell you why I read this book. Oh, boy. This is a hard... Like, in hindsight, this is such a sad story. I had never heard of this book growing up, but when I was in rehab in 2006, I was 20 years old, and I was in a physically and emotionally abusive relationship with my drug dealer, who was also my boyfriend, and we were still, like long distance dating while I was in rehab and I was trying to like tell all the other people I was in rehab with that actually he loves me. He's actually right. He really loves me. And like, (laughs) he's just in jail right now. So he can't call and like, then he would get out of jail, but he still wouldn't call check up on me, whatever. It was, it was really sad and pathetic. And I remember this older woman, she must've been in her fifties. She said, (laughs) honey, you are so desperate and so sad, which was true. <laughs> that was true. But she gave me bad advice, and the bad advice she gave me is that I should read this book that changed her life and got her a husband, and it was called The Rules. And now, in hindsight, I realize <laughs> that this was another sick junkie trying to pass off oh. advice to me. I'm just saying, in hindsight, I'm like, well... What makes her the authority on good relationships? Seriously. Look, lady, neither of us are good at relationships. Why do you think we're here? The thing I've noticed that's a common thread between landing a man throughout the decades is there's never any requirements of what level that man has to be. <laughs> it's just getting one. Like, yeah. There's never any standards. It's never getting a good man. It's literally just landing someone. Like Because there's never any standards placed on the guy in these books. Right. I mean, we have to do all these things. But I remember reading this book and it, I mean, like, yeah, like I had absolutely no skills in any relationships, whether it was platonic or sexual or romantic at all at that point in my life. But these rules, it was like these rules and they were very strict and they were very specific. Oh, and, yeah. And like really. And I remember being 20 and being like, that sounds kind of fucking whack. Well, honestly, when I was looking for these uh, articles, I saw this one and I just like was kind of poking around for decades. I was like 90s dating tips. And I saw this article and I was reading it. I was like, this is from the 90s. This is insane. Did you? And then I saw that it was the rules. And I was like, this is the rules. Like I had never read it. Like I never I didn't know what it was. I cannot believe how dated this is. I'm honestly shocked that it was the 90s and not the 50s. No. Now, some of these things. Do you remember any of the rules? No, but I just remember it was stuff like never, ever call him and never ask how he's doing. It was just like stuff that was like, that's just mean. Like, well, here's a lot of this seems to be like suppress who you are. Yes. Basically. Yes. So a big one in the rules was don't be funny. Oh, I don't even remember that. Yeah. The rules is like oddly fixated on suppressing almost every aspect of your personality, according to this blog. But the top one that this blog points out as being awful was hiding your sense of humor. I don't even remember that. <laughs> Maybe That's you skip that chapter. You're like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> not following that rule. Now, that is insane to me. 
like they go on to like that you should be feminine, feminine. Don't tell sarcastic jokes. Don't be loud, knee slapping the hysterically funny girl. Like that's okay when you're with your girlfriends, but when you're with a man, you should be quiet and mysterious. <laughs> I don't know. Like oh, if that man. was true, I would literally never have been fucked Ever. because I've always been the loud sort of like. I mean, whatever, hysterical girl. We're both loud girls. Yeah. So I can't even imagine following that rule. It would be physically impossible. Yeah. I would be an old maid if yeah. that was really true. I, I think that men do like funny women. I like, agree. That's insane. Like, I think people like funny people. And that's why everyone tries to be funny. Yeah. Like, <laughs> literally everyone tries to be funny like for a reason. It's like people like you when you're funny. Like, and people like to laugh. It's fun to be around people who are funny and yeah. like to laugh. Like, yeah. come on. That's insane. Remember that you're dressing for men, not for other women. Is that something you remember? I do remember that. I remember there was style tips in it that seemed very outside anything I'd be able to accomplish. Everything seems very um, like wear a short skirt, but not too short. Like if you have legs for it, like <laughs> this kind of stuff. <laughs> like it was, I just remember it being very body shamey and very like class shamey and very, everything right. in this book was like ultra heteronormative, ultra shamey about who you really were as a woman. It was just like, you couldn't believe it was written in the 90s. Right. And this is also sexy. And they say wear bright colors because men like bright colors. Is that true? Like, I just find that hard to believe. Now, uh, this one seems really weird to me. They say um, that you should be coy to the extreme and sometimes don't even look at your date. Like, I don't make eye contact with him. I remember a lot of it was just like, this just sounds like you're being an asshole. Well, this line seems very uh, interesting to me. From the book, it says, looking at someone is a dead giveaway of interest. So basically the whole thing is to act like you're not interested. Uh, uh, yes. That was like... <laughs> that, that is was, psychotic to me. That was like the basic thesis of the book is don't act interested, but it was like to the extreme. Now, this is a very specific rule that I find really weird. Buy a single bed. Why? So we can't sleep over? Yeah. So you buy a single bed, you show your boyfriend, um, and that shows him that that you're absolutely not thinking about a future where they would share funer- f- uh, sorry furniture. Sorry. <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird if you went to like you went on a date with a man who was 39 years old and you went back to his house and he had a twin size bed? I mean, that would be like a red flag. <laughs> Even if it wasn't like a car, like one of those car beds that kids have. I would be more freaked out if it was just a regular twin size bed. Like, I don't even get that. Like, don't think we're sharing furniture anytime soon. Like, that is so demented to me. Like, I I hate it. But I feel like every adult just has a queen size bed or bigger. Of course. Or a full, like at least a full. My God. Because adults are big. Well, also, don't you want to squish around, like move around, yes. and spread that, spread your fucking arms out, like whatever. <laughs> I like this one. This seems like it could never backfire. Appreciate when your man gets angry. Oh, I'm just like repulsed by this book. I can't believe anyone read it. Don't be surprised if the man you're dating gets very angry when you kiss him goodnight in the lobby at the end of your second date, rather than invite him up for a drink. He has probably been spoiled by other women who slept with him on the first date. Now he's feel like he feels like he's being denied the pleasure. Don't worry. Anger indicates interest. I'm sorry. This is so warped. I cannot believe anyone read this. Desi, this was a bestseller. I, I just can't. Don't ask for what you want in bed. 
Well, that's a one-way ticket to yeah. no orgasms. Don't be a drill sergeant demanding that he do this or that. You have to trust that if you relax and let him explore your body like uncharted territory, you will have fun and be satisfied. I don't trust that. No. I do not trust I that. I do not trust that. I don't care if he's the best guy in the world. He needs to... Even the best guy needs to learn with the with you, a new woman. Yes. Just because he was the best with other women, you have to learn. Each person is different. Everyone, and you don't have to be a drill sergeant, but no. you can tell them. Every, everyone should be like that. Oh, no. I'm in trouble. Hide your scars. Wait, like, <laughs> wait, like emotional? No, your surgery scars. I'm sorry. Oh, you have one on your knee. Yeah, like seriously. Or if it's if it's emotional scars, it's not. Then I'm in trouble too. That's an insane thing. Like, why would you have to hide your scars? Like any man who'd be like, you have a scar that's disgusting. I don't want that person. Like no. that is insane to me. I think this book, now that I think about it, it's this is how to land the most abusive, shitty, asshole, uptight husband on the planet. This person tells you, this book tells you, wait till you're about to be intimate and then casually mention in the dark that you have a scar from a previous <laughs> illness. <laughs> deep dark <laughs> secret this is demented i cannot believe that this is the rules like honestly i read this article before i saw it was the rules and i was like what like because i knew it was a bestseller like everyone talking about it but i could not believe it was this fucking dated and beyond dated this is like more insane than the 30s ones quite honestly like it kind of is it's like deeply demented and like dangerous almost the other thing is don't initiate sex like, let him be the aggressor. Like, all of this is just like, no, you should be like, I think you should be like, uh, you know, if you want it, you can ask for it or whatever. Duh. And I also feel like why does like he him always being the aggressor just seems like it's ripe for um, bad things to happen. Like, right. I don't know. Like, I don't want that to be what a man thinks he has to do. He should know when I want it. Like, it's just so gross. Um, yeah. So. Basically, if you get treated badly, this book says it's not bec- it's because you didn't do the rules. Oh yeah, that was a big thing they kept repeating. They were like, if this doesn't, if you still don't have a husband in X amount of time, it's because you didn't follow some of the rules. Now, this even says that they're not responsible for harmful relationships. This Ugh. woman says abuse doesn't happen in a rules relationship because when you play hard to get and he works like hell to get you, he thinks you're the most beautiful, wonderful woman in the world, even if you're not. <laughs> Even if you're not, he'll still treat you like a precious jewel. What the hell? This woman is sick. I hate this woman. Uh, Obviously, I think that that's 100% not true. I bet you a lot of relationships based on the rules were really terrible. Oh, my God. And I would love to see statistics on this. I would, too. You know what? Please write into the show because we have so many people of all ages who listen to the show. I want to hear from men, women non-binary friends who has read the rules who has followed the rules tell us your experience with this yeah book. i would love to i want to hear from i'm every, very curious i want to hear from all of our listeners you could tell us good ones and bad but if you tell us good ones tell me which ones you broke too because i know you had to break some of them. because what if we have some listeners who are in a rules marriage that would blow tell my us, mind tell us your story you're the one you're the anomaly probably yeah i'm not saying it couldn't work but i doubt it was because of the rules i think that you probably just got along (laughs) (laughs) i just couldn't imagine i mean this just seems so exhausting and at the end of the day why do you want to do you want is it worth it i would rather be single for the rest of my life if that's what it took 
I would be single for the rest of my life because I'm not doing anything like that. There's no. just no way. I'm not lying about who I am as a person. And I'm not wearing bright colors. <laughs> well, that's... You he- heard it here folks, first, folks. Desi's not wearing anything except for black. God damn it. I will wear dark gray. <laughs> Maybe. That's but I'm not wearing bright colors. I have some other colors, but I'm not you wearing do? bright yeah, I mean, I yeah. Okay, look, I've seen you wear pink tennis shoes. That's true. I've never. I'll, se- I'll do colorful accessories. I've never seen you wear any other clothing other than black. That's true. I'm just like a goth girl through and through. I know. I can't. And we love that. Yeah, we love that. Um. Anyway, so those are my dating advices that I found online. Those are hideous and amazing. I can't believe that's the rules. Like, I'm obsessed now. I want to like research it more because it's sick to me. Sick. <laughs> I I honestly am having like these flashbacks of like reading that in rehab and feeling so sorry for my past self. I just like this junkie giving it to you. Well, you're looking up to her. Of course. Of course. She, how do I how do I save my relationship with my abusive drug dealer boyfriend? Here, honey, you gotta follow the rules, dude. Like, I love to think of you even attempting to use them with that guy. Like, oh my god, he would have been like, uh, I think it would have enraged him. Like, well, yeah, he had yeah. a very sh- that man had a very short fuse. Got- I can't imagine you like being that way with him, especially. Like- well, I mean, look, and I pop. I mean, look, he he had a short fuse with me with a lot of stuff. I just can't imagine if suddenly I went back to him because I did try to make it work in sobriety. It did not work. Right. I did try to make it work. <laughs> Look, nothing, <laughs> nothing I could have done would have made that man any less of a, a terror in my life. Right. So right. It, it's just, it is very funny to me. Oh my God. It's very sad that I really thought, and thank God I didn't really take any of that to heart because I think I saw some of the more absurd ones. I saw through those. That reminds me of the time I bought this book. It was like about health. So it was like diet and exercise and like getting whatever, like a, a stupid health health diet book. Yeah. And then I bought it and I got home and I was reading it. It was really popular. It like might have been on Oprah. And then one of the chapters I was reading it and then I realized it was about Scientology. Ah. And I, I immediately drove it back to Barnes and Noble and returned it. Like literally that night, I was like, what? I was like, I didn't know this was fucking Scientology. And I drove back to Barnes and Noble that night and got got a refund. And I was like, I'm not listening to anything in a book that has this chapter on Scientology. I did that once too. It wasn't about Scientology, but halfway through the book, I realized it was like a hardcore fundamentalist, like Christian anti-evolution book. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was like this science book. I thought it was kind of like a sci-fi, like nonfiction, like trippy concepts like yeah i was like in my early 20s i bought i don't even remember what it was called but i bought this book and then halfway through i realized i was like oh shit no that's what i felt like i was like everything i've read that i liked is out the window because of this chapter (laughs) like i can't trust anything this guy says i felt so betrayed oh it was like the worst feeling i felt so stupid even that i bought it like i was just so embarrassed because i had no idea dude awful i I felt so stupid i really thought it was like like a weird like sciencey philosophy kind of book that was like kind of heady and like about like trippy concepts and then halfway through i'm like oh this book just doesn't believe in evolution right i can see that happening (laughs) oh that is trippy (laughs) like 
all of a sudden it started talking about like this Christ. is what happened when we try to be smart see <laughs> <laughs> then we're like fuck it <laughs> i'm better off not knowing <laughs> so yeah did you have any uh, recommendations? I do. I have been watching Selling Sunset. Ooh, I'm going to start. You, Desi, I cannot wait for you to start the show. It is on Netflix. There's three seasons up. I I just finished season two. It's like eight episodes per season. Oh, easy. If you don't know the premise of it, it's really hot women who work in Los Angeles real estate, and they're like... They work for the Oppenheim Group, which is like, you know, they sell these like $2 million and up properties that are like right. ridiculous in the Hollywood Hills and Beverly Hills and West Hollywood and such. And it's just their ridiculous personalities. Like, you can't believe some of these women. All of them look like models. They're all like super, like he, this this company, like they only hire hot people. Right. And it's just been like really fun because like the storylines, like it's like one of those shows you can definitely watch while scrolling Twitter, but it's still really entertaining. Okay. And like my favorite character is obviously Christine Quinn. Ooh. Because she is like a villain, but like a lovable villain. Ooh. She's a very lovable villain because like you can't take, like she's one of the greatest reality stars of the modern age, I say. Like, you know, like she's somebody who is built for reality television. Okay, I'm going to watch it this week. And her outfits are spectacular to look at okay she always has some head-to-toe insane outfit on these women i don't know where they get all this money from they're all dating these like really fucking rich guys except for this one girl who's really nice named mary and she's dating this like like male model looking guy from france and he has like no money and that becomes like a big plot point that like oh did she have to buy the wedding ring like is that is that even a real diamond like and then it causes drama (gasps) i hate it it's so good, Desi. Okay, I'm going to watch it. It's so good. Like, I can't wait to talk about it with you. That's what I'm watching right now. Um, that's all I've been watching right now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, I started watching Billions, and I don't think I talked about it because we haven't had an episode. No, since uh, a mini since then, uh, I don't even know. It's really trash. I'm kind of I'm on season two, and um, it's very watchable if you want a show to binge. Yeah, uh, it's billions. It has Paul Giamatti and um, Damien. What's his name? His his last name is slipping my mind. Brody from- Brody from Homeland. Yeah. Damien Lewis. Uh, so it's about. It's about like the world of finance. So he's like a hedge fund guy. And then Paul Giamatti is like the district attorney trying to take him down. But it's it's like a soap opera. So it's just set in that world. But uh, it's pretty good. It's really cheesy. <laughs> it's a fast watch. And I, I'm enjoying it. Good. It's one of those shows where I was like, I can't 100% recommend it because I don't think it's like good, really good quality. 
<laughs> but I'm enjoying it. I mean, it is good quality, but you know what I'm saying? It's not like The Sopranos or something right. where you're like, this is a no brainer. It's a great show. I am enjoying it though. I also started rewatching uh, Real Housewives after our main episode this week. Oh. I, I started catching up on some of the seasons I hadn't finished out. So I was watching New York. Definitely will be doing a show on them sometime. That's like one of my favorite franchises. Uh, and I definitely want to check out Potomac because yeah. people have sent me some like messages on Twitter that I have to watch that one, right. supposedly. So um, I will try to check it out soon. Uh, I think that's all my recommendations. I, this isn't a recommendation. This is just an update. I started volunteering at the cat shelter. Oh, yeah. That Desi volunteer is at. Yes. So I just wanted to let everyone know that I had a wonderful day today because I was surrounded by like 25 cats. Yeah. I don't know how many cats are in there. There was a ton of cats in there. Uh, it's probably closer to th- like 40 because remember when you were oh. counting for me, it was like tens and tens and like, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. It was so great. I missed that energy so much having a cat. Like there's so many sweet little cats there. They just like, I gave them little, you know, scritches on their heads and some, one of them even let me rub his tummy. Like it was just so nice. It was such a nice time couple hours volunteering yeah. there and so I'm gonna go back and do that again next week I'm really excited like I, it's something nice to look forward to in the week and yeah. hopefully um you know soon I'll foster some kittens as well yeah because I really miss having cat energy it's the best energy no I'm glad you came it's so fun and that can be like our Thursday ritual yeah before the show and then we can be like I'm starving and now I have someone to talk to about the cats with because oh I know God. all these cats' personalities, but I'm like, you can't really talk to someone and be like, Vicky did this today. <laughs> like, I, I already have my cats that I'm like, oh, we're bonded. <laughs> like, I already have the, even though I've only been there one day, there's already the cats where I'm like, we get each other. Yeah. That's what's so great about them. They like, all have their little personalities and yeah. you have your favorite ones. And then you're like so excited for them when they get adopted. Like, it's so fun and rewarding for sure. Yeah. I had a good time with yeah. that. That was fun. Did you have any good food? We just ate some Thai food, and I thought we had a very satisfying dinner. It was. We were both starving. Um, I honestly haven't been eating that much this week because it's been so fucking hot. Like, I'm just yeah. like, I don't care. I'll have fucking orange juice for dinner. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want anything. I'm too hot to cook. I'm too hot to even, like, make something. Dude, I made a pita pocket for dinner the other night. Whoa, that's so 90s. I know. <laughs> I, like, totally thought of you. I'm like, oh, I wish I had some sprouts to make this, like, a very <laughs> 90s lunch. That sounds really good. Like, I, now I'm like, I should make chicken salad this weekend because I love chicken salad. Because well, <laughs> remember when we ordered from, El Wazir chicken. Oh, right. You got all those pitas. I had all these leftover pitas. I had baba ganoush. I put some chicken in there. I just stuffed it with all of our leftovers. Oh, so that's more like Mediterranean. It was it's not Medi- like an old school pita pocket. Like a 90s yeah. pita. No, it wasn't like tuna fish with sprouts. Yeah. Or like. It was like a good. It was like a little. It was like, you know. Yeah. A little more authentic. Uh, that sounds good though. That's was, good leftovers. It was a good lunch. Again, like it's a miracle that I'm eating again. It feels really good to be eating food again and um, cooking. We knew you'd be back. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to make uh, chicken parmesan this week. Ooh. Wait, a- what? <laughs> when? <laughs> Next time we record? <laughs> 
Dude, that sounds so well, good. I have some chicken in my fridge I gotta oh, use. okay. I was th- gonna make it tonight, but today was too, you know. It's I was too like, hot. It's too hot. But I just was like, I don't know. I got one of those cravings. So I was like, I should get some chicken. Yeah. Well, there's lots of chicken recipes. Yeah. Um, we should do the shrimp too next week. Yeah, we want to make some shrimp cocktail. Yeah, that's going to be good. What so, day is it? What is it? It's Thursday. It's the August. Ninth, it's like the 20th. Oh my God. Can you believe it? No, I can't. Can you fucking believe it at all? No. What are we going to do for Thanksgiving? <laughs> like I was getting really... Because I go see my grandma and my cousins in Philadelphia every single year for Thanksgiving. And my grandma's 97 now. Like, I want to see her. Right. I mean, she's still sharp as a tack. Right. And funny as hell. But, like, I'm, like, getting... I know it's not November yet, but, like, I'm getting sad thinking about the prospect of, like, having to cook my own turkey this year. Well, if we're not going anywhere, we'll have Thanksgiving together. Oh, my God, I'm going to (laughs) cry. Wait, why didn't I think of that? I mean, because if people aren't traveling, I'm probably not. Well, yeah. So let's have one here at my house. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, two Thanksgiving. You can have one at your house, and we can have one at my house. Yeah, we'll have different types of food. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Well, look, it's still August. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But you know, whenever there's like an upcoming meal event, I'm always thinking about it. Absolutely, I'm. I'm worried too. Look, (laughs) I'm always. I'm always thinking ahead about meals. I am too. We should plan a meal. That we can cook something really good because we can't go to restaurants, like maybe yeah. in a, like a. Well, I have all those books. You know, Brendan got me all those uh, Barefoot Contessa books. Oh yeah, we should cook some stuff from there. Yes, like we'll do a whole. We'll plan a meal and we'll yeah. make something. Out I want to do the shrimp cocktail though first. I want to do that, but I also want to make like some kind of pastry situation. Okay, or just some kind of dessert because it's been so long since I baked and. That's a very relaxing We should get the thing. snow cone machine. Oh, yeah. That would be so good if we had snow cones. But yeah, we want to do good snow cones. We want to do like gourmet <laughs> snow cones. I was like, oh, we'll put like elderflower syrup. <laughs> or we could do, like, I want to do the coffee one, the iced coffee yeah. snow cone. We want to do an really iced coffee snow cone with cream. Yeah, it's going to be good. Or like a Coca-Cola one. Ooh. <laughs> that's like a good slushy. Yeah. Dude, that sounds Those fucking good. The, dude, how good would it be right now to have drinking Coca-Cola slushies from 7-Eleven? Oh, that is God. the best hot weather drink. It's the best flavor. I can't even take anyone not getting Coca-Cola flavor. Like cherry is fine, but the Coca-Cola flavor because is just the Because it's not too sweet or something. I don't know. It's just like... The only thing you can get Coca Cola. Like I can taste it on my tongue. I love it so much. I want it right now. And I love the spoon on the end, and just like scooping that shit up into your mouth too. Oh, I just like have so many memories of slurping that shit down. (laughs) It's kind of thick, and sometimes it shoots through the yeah. (laughs) You know when you get like a tube and it shoots through the tube into your mouth, it feels kind of (laughs) good. I know that feeling. I love it. It's so hot here, you guys. Okay. All right. We should go. We'll go. 